Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Talk Purpose and Truth. It's Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna go into some interesting stuff today. But first, we wanted to kind of tell you guys. Lately, we've seen each other a couple of times, and one of them was a was a more deeper spiritual reason because um, Lisa Fisher and I from High Vibe Soul Sisters we put on a retreat. And Eden was able to come with her friend, with our friend, Ellen, and it, was, it went really well. There was almost 40 women there and everyone was positive and connecting and got along and it was sound healing and yoga and speaking about intuition. Eden, we kept asking Eden's expertise on different things that people wanted to know. So Eden, you ended up being a, a guest, <laughs> a guest speaker without being pulled without yeah. being pulled, she's like, damn, you owe me. Um, oh, but no. it was, it was a really good, it was a great, great event. So that was, that was one of the more spiritual connecting things we did. And then for Eden's birthday dinner, we went to Tom Tom over in West Hollywood. Um, you all know, we've had people from Vanderpump Rules on quite a bit. And Tom Tom is owned by Lisa Vanderpump and a small percent is owned by Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz from the show. And because of all this stuff happening with Scandivals, you know, the scandal, then the, the, the restaurant is pretty crazy and packed and even more trendy to go to now, I would say. Mm -hmm. So you can talk about what happened. You could start. To, so it was it was Eden and Ellen and Ellen's daughter, Taryn, and I, and Eden's daughter, Taylor, and um, Brett, who's been on our show, was there waiting on us, and, and we're friends with him, Eden's close friends with him, so now you can, you can continue. <laughs> yeah, so we had a reservation, and um, they brought us to a table, and it was really nice, and then they let us know, that's not actually your table, the people haven't gotten up yet where you're supposed to be sitting. So we were at the first table for a while. Um, and then they brought us over to the other table. But um, before they took us there, Brett informed us that the people that were there was like a family and they were all crying at the table because someone had passed away in their family. Um, and so we didn't think much of it, especially, you know, my world, it's common we talk about death all the time um and then we finally got seated there um shortly after we sat down like everything got weird um <laughs> and <laughs> um so my daughter was she gets she's like an empath and she picks up on energy and she gets really affected by energy that is i don't know if i want to call it dark but heavy you heavy. know yeah um so she started to not feel well and this has happened to her before and i'm sure people listening can re could relate it's something that you know i had to end up taking her outside and 
and help her to kind of clear that energy. You can't, you took out spray, energy spray. And you From Mount Shasta. Uh-huh. And you sprayed her and it helped a little bit. But and I did a prayer. Yes, you did. We probably looked crazy. Um, and then Brett, and then and, Brett, the waiter, our friend, he kept um, feeling it too because he's very psychic and empath, and so he wanted energy spray. So whenever he'd come to the table, I'd spray him with energy yeah. spray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because it lasted, he said it lasted for, for like twenty minutes, and then he needed more. <laughs> um. So yeah. So she ended up fine, but um. When we came, Tay and I came back from being outside, um, Brett told us that now those who are following Scandaval, you'll, of course, understand this. Those who aren't, sorry. Bravo, <laughs> Bravo, Andy Cohen, Vanderpump Rules, same channel yeah. as Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. So they, um, Brett, we got back and exactly the, the spot where Taylor was seated at this table, he let us know that. Um, that's where Tom Sandoval's phone fell out of his pocket and Ariana found it. And that's, you know, again, to those who understand it's a big deal. Um, so he's like right where she is right there. That's where it all started. The whole scandal. So, um, we're like, oh, no wonder the energy is so weird (laughs) right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was you know, there were a bunch of other things, but that was like the main thing that we thought was like, for those who are big fans like us, we're like, <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool and sad. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. cool, crazy and sad. Um, I want to ask you something, your perspective, Eden. See, I'm doing it again. This is what we did at the retreat. We kept asking her things, but so, okay. You know how we felt the energy. We felt almost like a weird energy because of the breakup from Tom and Ariana. We felt a weird energy because the people had been sitting there grieving at death. And then, for example, I was just in Oceanside with my family and kids, and we ended up at an 1800s cemetery because we were at a mission. And we went the wrong way. We walked through the cemetery. And both Nia, who's my 10-year-old, and I, all of a sudden, I just felt literally like it wasn't necessarily, like you said, it wasn't necessarily dark, but it felt and it was so funny. I was thinking this and then Nia said it. She goes, mom, it feels like someone's pressing down on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And it feels this like heavy energy, like almost like a cloud around me that I can't get off. And it, yeah. you want to get out. Yeah. And, and Noella felt like that too. So then as soon as we, like you said, you texted me and you go, you, when you get out of there, you'll feel it'll go away. Yeah. So we let, we left that part of it and it lifted. But mm-hmm. what, what do you think causes energy like let's say somebody has an old house and you feel energies in certain rooms what causes the energy to stay in that place like a weird heaviness what do you think (sighs) well my first thought would be that they the energy the spirit they're still there because they have unfinished business Mm -hmm, that's always yeah it's always the case um and their unfinished business might be something negative you know, um, so because I think if the, the energy you felt was lighter and it was like euphoric and joy, joyful, that would be a whole different scenario. But um, I think that they have their own heaviness and us sensitive people just can easily pick that up. So I don't know. That's a, my first thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. OK, well, and I guess that kind of would would be like if I'm around a person that maybe is 
having negative thoughts or hate-filled thoughts about somebody and I feel this energy that I can't be near them because I'm tuning into that. Like, it's kind of like that maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're super sensitive. Right. But I think for people, people always ask me things like that. And I think what's important is to start to notice, like when something like that happens to you, don't shrug it off and go, oh, I'm just imagining it. They're fine. Like really tune in and go, wait, am I really feeling something? Because we get taught in society to shrug it off and go, oh, it's nothing. I'm just feel, I'm not feeling well or something's crazy or instead of tuning in and going, no, this is actually energy. And it's a guide for me to listen and be away from this person or this place, or just be careful of my energy or whatever, you know, we have to just be able to decipher between Mm -hmm. whether it's ours or another person's energy that's here in the physical or spiritual. But you know, that because that's self-awareness. That's another topic. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All interesting. But Eden ended up having it was a good birthday, right? And yeah, you, you had a bunch of different things that you did. So I did. Yeah, that that was like a lot of things I um that a lot of people wanted to celebrate me. And that's different. That's new. So I enjoyed it. And I let myself have fun. So yeah. Yeah. So- Speaking of um, vendor pump rules, I also wanted to share I talked about this uh, with the with the on the episode with Brett. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get into more depth because this keeps happening. Um, so before Scandival happened, uh, I was having dreams because um, back it up a little bit. I have worked with Sheena Shay for, I don't know, many times I have done readings for her. And um, since then, like I talked to her once in a while and, you know, we just kind of have kept in touch a tiny bit anyway. So um, when season 10 aired, I started having dreams about her and, um, really strange ones where it took place where I was the sort of a scapegoat of hers. And she would get, she kept getting mad at me and she kept accusing me of betraying her. Um, and I would wake up and ask, like, I even messaged her. I'm like, is everything okay? And no, everything's fine. And, and, um, it just got to be like a lot. And I didn't know why I kept having the dreams. And then the night before, the season 10 aired i had this dream where all the the cast was on a stage promoting the show and um an audience member a male audience member shouted out that he's been cheating um with one of the people on the show and and then it turned into like this big fiasco so i woke up and i asked brett i'm like is there something going on and he said no i don't know anything <laughs> um but i didn't understand why i kept having these dreams um now that it's all out the secrets out mm-hmm. um there's um the dreams are happening still and last night i had the weirdest dream i dreamt that we were i was with the cast and at this big event and um actually it was not an event now that i'm saying it out loud it was Ariana's funeral, but it was like a mock funeral because oh, okay. she like... was, she, no, but she, she, um, faked her death because, oh she, and she wore like, she was at the funeral sitting with me with a disguise on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, everybody was grieving and not, they didn't know that she wasn't really dead, but that was 
the gist of the dream. And she was like being, you know, really thankful to me for keeping her secret. I'm like, what is going on? So I think overall, all the dreams just are telling me maybe there's more secrets that are coming out. But um, I, I think th with her, I think it's the death of her old self. Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe. Yeah. And she needs um, to move on. Definitely. Probably. Well, she's starting to move on. But yeah. And then the thing with Sheena, when when she in many dreams, like acted like I was betraying her. I think that was Raquel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it was. It was um premonition because I it happened in the dreams happened before the secret came out. So wow. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I remember you telling me, and I'm like, hmm, that doesn't, I don't know. And like the show didn't really have anything big action like going on. And then all of a yeah. sudden, you know, if you watch the show, there's cheating and lies and betrayal and craziness. And you know what's interesting is a lot of people, you know, even one of our friends said, Oh, it's staged. And we're like, it's really actually not. We know that it's not staged. No, no. It's their real lives and it's what's happening. And a lot of the shows are staged, but that one is not. You no, know? no. It could be produced, highly produced like many, but I don't know. It's yeah. real. It's real what's happening. Okay. And then, and then the other crazy thing that happened before we actually get into our episode topic is your dog. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I've been having a lot of crazy things happen um, this past week with um, just strange energy things. Like, and you and I have matched, by the way, with many. <laughs> okay, like we both hurt our toe. Um, something fell on our toe, and just mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but we both been having back spasms. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the dog. Yeah, he um, had a mouse in his uh, mouth. He found out in the backyard and we were trying to get it away from him. And then he ended up just swallowing it whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't panic and I called the vet and they said he's a dachshund and this is normal for the dachshunds. They're like hunters. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I was like kind of worried about choking. Yeah, and what if... What if um, the mouse wasn't dead and he was, does he crawl around inside of your dog after he swallows? Like what happens? I know. I was thinking that too. We, I ended up um, just by coincidence, we had an appointment with his vet the following day to get a sh for him to get a shot. So I got to get in and, you know, they checked him out and he's, he's fine. Okay. Um, and it's been, I don't know, like four days and I think he's, he's acting normal. So, um, but yeah, that's one of the concerns. <laughs> yeah. I keep looking at his poop and seeing like, if there's any mouse parts. That <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dogs. I had a dog that ate my box of crayons and for like a week, his poop was like rainbow colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried because I haven't seen any mouse parts in his poop yet. Maybe so it just fully... Yeah, I don't want to get into it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, okay. Well, so we, it was interesting because we wanted to just flow with this episode and see what we're meant to talk about. So Eden and I naturally just started sending each other video. We do this all the time where we have people we admire on Instagram and, and people that are spiritual leaders or just great you know, teachers and things like that. And we go, wow, I love what they said. That helps me. Or 
gives me insight into my ascension or awakening journey or just to expand as a person, heal better, all those things. And so we started sending each other videos and then it just came about that we were like, let's share the ones that are really profound because it could help other people too. The just the basic message of what they're saying. So we just have several that we want to share with you. And they're all related to, it's going to help everybody in some way, I feel like, because it's all related to healing and how to live more heart-centered and how to let go more, which everybody has trouble with that. Like, what does that mean? How do you how do you take action and let go? And, you know, just mm-hmm. why do my mistakes keep repeating? That's a, a big one. You know, why mm-hmm. do I keep having chaos happen? That's a big one. So these yeah. are going to answer a lot of those questions. So, so I will start. Um, the first one Eden sent me, and I, I hope I pronounce her last name, but we're going to, we're going to give them credit in case you want to find them on Instagram. Um, so the first one is Jessica Joins, J-O-I-N-E-S, Joannes or Joins. Um, and she says her video was saying leading from, it was about leading from your heart and signs from the universe. And she says, the universe is always sending you signs of validation. Your heart is what's most connected to the divine. In really critical moments, there might be something you really want from your heart space, a goal, a wish, whatever it is you're being guided or led towards, the more true it is coming straight from source. And you might have stories about why it isn't possible, why you shouldn't pursue it. But the the latter, the latter, the more true in the mind, the more possible in the real world it is. The universe will validate for you. The louder, that's they they misspelled it on the Instagram thing, but it's the louder. So the louder it is in your mind. So the louder the the message is in your mind, the more true it is. And sometimes even the more fearful you are, the more you're meant to do it. And that's what she's saying. Yeah, and I remember she also said uh, something about signs. So when you get signs out in the world, um, you know, some people overlook them. I get so many. And um, if it's if it's about something that's in your heart that you truly want, but you don't have it yet, but then you get signs about that particular thing. Mm. If, yeah. it's, if it's coming from your heart space, not your mind or your ego, um, then the signs are to tell you that like kind of reassure you, don't worry, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And to believe yeah. that and trust it. Yeah, I think some of the, the common ones would be like, let's say you're meant to take a job, you know, or, or start a project. And then within the next like month of you putting it out there, you get, you know, someone discussing that exact topic to you. And then you hear someone on the radio talking about that exact same thing. And then maybe you get someone asking you for an opportunity, like to give you an opportunity related to it. You're going, okay, this can't be coincidental. Um, I've even had where, you know, I was, I was kind of evolving into a different area of, of intuitive readings and coaching. And I was really being called to read this book. And within that week, three people told me to read that same exact book, like out of all the books in the world. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy the book. I get it. You know? So I think that's, it's the validation of signs from the universe. And that's not just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just, it's about like, when you see those signs, ask yourself is what I want coming from my heart space or ego? Yes. Okay. Okay, so the next one that I have, it's a new one that we both kind of discovered, Carrie K. So Carrie with a K. And 
this is what she said in her video. Uh, we go through so much to be strengthened and to learn to be at peace. We are so wired to f feeling density and pain. Spiritual warriors, that's what we do. We are almost not used to turning into the more subtle, more loving vibratory frequency, but that's what surrounds you. Let yourself breathe it in right now. So, so I think it's like, the fact that we're, she was talking about not being used to, um, I think the we're softer, used, the yeah, softer. we're used to more of the, I guess she's, she called it dense, the heavier energy. And we're always like in that frequency, we expect it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and she's saying that we have the ability to tune into like a mother earth soft energy and just to consciously tune into that, whether it might be that you focus on like a bird outside and that is like a soft energy and you just tune that in and focus on it instead of always getting used to kind of chaos or craziness going on. And, um, you know, we, we almost expect that, or maybe you've been through stuff and you're programmed or used to chaos or struggle. And so your body's almost expecting it. And so you have to reprogram yourself to tune into the softer energy. And also, um, because when we expect it, we keep saying that word, but it's, it means that we're in lack and mm -hmm. we're in like the martyr mentality, like the victim, like something like bad always happens in my life. I can never get out of it. Um, it means that we're, the universe just is matching our vibration of lack. So if, if someone has lots of negative things happening, it's because of where we vibrate or, you know, our level of consciousness or our, the lens that we see the world through. Um, so it's really about changing that part, mm -hmm. that re reframing how we see the world, our perspective and um, catching that, you know, whenever we're in that, that lack mentality, that we maybe shift it to something where we feel more gratitude or like we see that we, we, it is enough. We have everything we need right here, right now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just those little tweaks. And I think it reminds me of saying, you know, check yourself. If you're saying, why is this always happening to me? Mm. Or why is this happening to me? Why do I deserve this? You know, that kind of thing. Instead go, why is this happening for me? And really try to, trust like okay even though this might be very uncomfortable or even negative right now or challenging I'm gonna trust that it's for a higher purpose and like what Carrie Kay says is that it strengthens us and learns it helps us learn to be at peace with whatever's going on almost like it made me think of like the Dalai Lama or Mother Teresa and just being in a place of like even if there's stuff going on and chaos going on in the world you can be in a Zen place at peace. And, and that's such a great place to be like a great goal to yeah. have. Yeah. So I, so, yeah. Radical acceptance. Yes. Uh, yeah. What is. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next two are from Corey Mascara and it's M-U-S-C-A-R-A on Instagram. And he's, he's great. I think you might've showed me him. I'm not sure who did, but, um, but I signed up for, he has it where you can sign up for his free texts. And it's so inspiring. So I get a text every day and it's always something really profound. Mm -hmm. So one of them here is thoughts can be an expression of wisdom or fear. We must learn to discern the two if we want to live from our deepest wisdom. 
Thoughts from wisdom feel spacious. Thoughts from fear feel constricted. Mm -hmm. So that's so big because we can then be so self-aware that we go, wait a minute, you know, what's going on? Like we get into a place of fear. And this is what I always say is like, thoughts are not facts. So let's say, you know, let's say something negative has happened to you 10 times. Like somebody's had 10 really bad relationships and they, they're just in the place of like, oh, it's probably going to suck again. The 11th relationship, it's just going to fail. I expect it to. Then you want to tune in and go, well, wait, maybe you can look at this as, well, I've gained all this wisdom. So now the next time is going to be the best ever because I have all this learning and wisdom. And so I won't make the same mistakes. So when you catch yourself in the fear of, oh God, what is this? What if this is going to happen again? It's going to feel constricting and tight and, you know, um, desperate and blocked. And instead just go, okay, I'm going to look into wisdom. Like, what am I bringing to the table? What have I learned? Can I open my heart enough to let love in and trust? Um, and then that's going to feel spacious, like he says. And that reminds me of another video that Carrie Kay um, put out recently. And she talked about the false matrix and the false programming. Um, so that's like the false beliefs and stories that you have in your head that something bad always has to happen. Or, you know, you the, my, my life always goes this way. I always end up disappointed. Those things are false. Um, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it is your thoughts, you know, what, what vibration you're, you know, and sometimes it, it, you're doing all the right things, but there's just still some more learning that you don't yet understand, but you can look back on and go, Oh, okay. Now I get why that had to happen. Yes. And I also, in everything that we're talking about, about like reframing the way you, you know, your perspective, um, it's also important not to skip the step of acknowledging your feelings first, but that's only if your feelings are genuine and real. Um, they might come from your inner child, might be a trigger, um, but possibly it's about looking and seeing if they're from fear and that's not reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it love or fear? And you know, and not not having that that um, you know, like a false positivity, like where what's the word like toxic positivity or false positivity where you're trying so hard to be positive and then you're burying your feelings. So I'm always, you know, for myself and for clients, I say, okay, give yourself that 10 to 20% that you feel it and you let it out. And you know, sometimes I'll, you know, get really frustrated and you know, say bad words or whatever, but then I'm like, okay, now I got it out. Now I'm going to look at the good and how can I handle this? You know, but I think not letting out the human part and acknowledging like, you know what? I am sick of this. This sucks. Or that did hurt me. You, you have to, you can't pretend like, oh no, I'm just, you know, only having a spiritual experience and I'm okay. Well, maybe I'm okay, but I'm having a human experience. So I have sadness about this or fear or you know so i think that's really important too yeah and there's also another way it can go which is where if you don't acknowledge your feelings in the moment um and you just let them kind of sit inside you become repressed um that's when people can become a victim of their situation uh and feel like there always has to be something wrong, you know, they, that they attract the, the negative and their life sucks. Um, self-pity, things like that. Mm -hmm. Just also another thing to watch out for. 
And so you're saying if they repress it, that could get stuck kind of on a broken record type thing. Yeah, it's um, that's again, it's like one of the false programming things that can happen where it's our story in our head that that are we're never going to get out of this. Mm -hmm. This is this is too much. I can't handle it. Um, or this person is is the reason I feel this way. And then it makes you a martyr for, you know, just allowing giving someone else your power for one thing <laughs> um, mm -hmm. to, I guess, dictate to determine how you feel. Um, but it's it's about taking responsibility and going like, okay, my life doesn't have to suck this bad and I'm gonna do something about it. But more people are about wanting to stay in the suffering and the complaining instead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it and it can sometimes, you know, you can tune in and see if it ties back to childhood, you know, or you know, something traumatic that happened. And a lot yeah. a lot of times it is, you know childhood was so chaotic that that became comfortable for you. Like, for example, I'm reading Demi Moore's biography and it's crazy and profound. And she's so brave because she was so honest and she had one of the hardest childhoods I've ever heard. And she talks about how there was just so much chaos and moving and just abuse and all kinds of crazy stuff that all through her life, she found herself being attracted back to that chaos. And she had to unlearn that and heal so deeply to not keep repeating that pattern. That's, I think that's really common. Yeah. That that's yeah. along the same lines. Okay. So another one from Corey, um, ultimately honest, honesty leads to a calm heart. You may first need to navigate the consequences of being with what is true. That can be rough, but worth it. Yeah. I think that, you know, that it, I have learned it took a long time, but I've learned that, you know, in, my marriage and my friendships, um, you know, to a point, then you, you really, the more honest you can be with your feelings and with what's been going on and get it out, even how rough and uncomfortable it can be, it can be healed and discussed and, you know, dissected. And then you can move on from it with a whole new rebirth and plan. Um, but, you know, most people, it's too painful to go there. I see that a lot with, for example, like in my coaching, I see it a lot 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 with the women wanting to and the men refusing to mm -hmm. and um and i just i've seen that unless you know unless they can meet each other halfway and really be open and raw and discuss things whether it be arguing or not it's not gonna ever go deeper it might be more of a surface relationship but you're not going to get to the deeper levels of the relationship unless you can get to the painful parts to heal and shift those things. And a lot, a lot of times it's in friendships as well. You've got to, you got to be, you got to be able to air out the grievances or whatever you need to compromise on. Otherwise there's going to be a break in the communication. Mm, yes. Okay. Okay. My favorite one's coming up. Okay. You do that one. Oh, okay. Phil, Phil, Phil good. Um, not only does he, uh, do he, you know, he has his private sessions and, um, uh, maybe I'll do one with him one day, but he does, uh, he does lives. He does a lot of Instagram lives and he'll let people come on. Several people in a live will come on and ask a question, but every, it seems like every time I get to watch it, I learn something from him. Um, he also posts a lot of reels. Um, okay. 
So what his video is about, this is sort of a summary of it, but letting go and clues dropping in whatever you're going through right now, hand, hand it over to the universe. Um, when you're in a state of letting go, you're not needing to know what it is. The universe will drop clues for you to make everything clearer. Uh, you don't need to try to figure out the solution when you have a re relationship with the universe. Um, that's deep. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So. And it drives me crazy. Like if you're going through something, then you want to just fix it and you want to know how the outcome is going to turn out. And yeah. a lot of times it takes a lot of time because yeah. there's a certain amount of learning you're meant to do. And you don't always know that you don't, you don't consciously know it. And, and maybe you decided it, you know, when you came into this world, this is going to be the learning I have to do or get to do. Um, and so sometimes we have to just go, okay, I'm going to trust. And, and you know what helps me is I'll go back on my timeline of my whole life and kind of like do inventory. Like, okay, I had this terrible relationship and, you know, this happened. And then I'll go, wait, do I regret anything? No, because guess what? I'm so much wiser and better and able to help more people. And so during it, yes, I was like, what am I doing? This is awful. I'm suffering. I want to get out. And then now I'm on the other side. So usually with almost everything, you're able to do that if you apply, you know, what happened as, as learning and wisdom. So I think that helps in letting go and trusting like Phil talks about. Yeah. And, and a good example, I just um, met with someone who's going through a difficult time. And um, she said to me that I think the universe is telling me that I need to quit smoking. Um, and, and drinking and yeah, smoking and drinking. And, um, I stopped her and I was like, well, why do you think that? And because I'm like hearing in my head, I'm hearing this. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's something you need to listen to and then follow through because the universe is telling us where our highest path is, what, what we can do, make what changes we need to make, what we need to let go of. Um, in order to be always on our highest path and aligned with our highest truth um, <clears throat> and what our soul wants for us. Um, but oftentimes we don't listen to that. Uh, and it, and it, it pops up. Some people are not aware, but it's, it's just subtle sometimes. But that, that is what he was talking about, a relationship with the universe. It's that. It's that listening, that tuning in. Um, and it's always going to lead us on the right path, but sometimes we want to resist it or a lot of times we want to resist it because mm -hmm. some, sometimes that means we have to break up with someone or um, we're going to go through a lot of pain and not smoking and drinking means I'm going to have to feel my feelings. I can't right. escape, escape anymore. Oh, I can't go through that, but they will always suffer them. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and it helps, you know, with lifestyle choices as well. Like I have one that I need to let go of and I haven't yet. Like I, I let go of alcohol. I don't smoke like all those things, but I, I have diet Coke and all of a sudden I've been having messages like stop drinking diet Coke, but I don't want to. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh man, my one little vice. Um, can I have one little junk food, you know, junk drink thing? And they're like, no. So I'm kind of like, it's, it's so funny with habits like that. You have to like almost have a process of like, okay, I'm going to like 
weed it out and like try and then finally get to like the conviction of letting it go, you know? Yeah. I guess my why isn't strong enough yet. (laughs) Well, because it's only Diet Coke. It's not something that's like lethal or um, against the law and (laughs) or harming you in like a severe way. Yeah, I know. But still, I mean, it's listening to those messages of like, you know, it's like if somebody's eating a candy bar every day, it's probably not the best thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's but not, it's not horrible. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So then our next one, we watch her a lot and, you know, I want to thank you eating. Cause I think most of these you find, I don't know how you find them all, but I, you find these people and then I start watching their videos and following them as well. Um, do you, do you go under hashtags of things? Is that how you find them? No. Or they just I, find you? Yeah, they find me. Let's, let's say that's me listening to the universe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think one of the ones we're going to have on pretty soon, you found too, um, mm-hmm. Erica, Dopp- I can't, or no, Erin Doppelt. Yes. And yes. She, yeah. She's a great one. We're excited to have her on. Um, but the next one is Lori Ladd, and she, I really love. It's Lori, L-O-R-I, and then L-A-D-D. And you guys can go on Instagram, and she has some of the best powerful videos that always are the right time for me. Like, with whatever I'm going through, I'm like, oh, she's going through that, too. It's crazy. Like, it's it's yeah. just profound. And wait, so before the- be, wait, before you keep going on this one, I just want to put it out there, too. Lori and Phil Good, the one we just talked about, they are buddies. Oh, okay. I don't know what their relationship is, but they seem like friends. Um, and uh, I, sh- they sometimes put go on lives together. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. I have to look. I have to look for that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So she says in this one, there are no mistakes in what well, kind of like what we just talked about. There are no mistakes in what we are experiencing. The same situations keep presenting themselves, so that we can learn to feel safe even though it causes us to struggle and suffer. So it's like, it, you got to think deeply about that. Go ahead, Eden. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty much everything I just said uh, really is. It's just the same in, in different ways, uh, a different terminology. But yeah, that it, it, it's like our pattern is going to keep repeating um, if, until we learn the lesson. Um, and this is where the victim mentality comes in. We, we act like it's, it's something, someone else's fault, or it's the external of the fault of the, someone in the external or something external that, that why it's happening again, instead of looking within and asking, okay, what do I need to know about this? What is this teaching me so that I actually learn, you learn that lesson. It it won't repeat. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, I think we've all seen it in, sometimes it happens where there's family trauma or family generational trauma. So like, let's say, you know, somebody had a criminal past and the uncle stole, then the, the brother stole and the dad stole. And until somebody learns their lesson and they're like, gosh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm a criminal too. Cause they haven't stopped to learn the lesson of like breaking that cycle. And so that's why I think I've I've seen people that go, gosh, I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything to cause this to happen, but maybe their mom and their grandmother had the same thing. And it's something that keeps repeating because no one has yet gotten the lesson to heal it. So it can pass on sometimes to 
family members. That's like a repeating the cycle or pattern. Um, mm -hmm. Also imprint material that, that keeps repeating. And sometimes we're unconscious. We don't even know that that's happening. Um, and we tend to, or sometimes people repeat their trauma um, because it's not healed. Right. Right. And it was, you know, this is, I'll be careful how I mentioned this and it was something controversial, but um, Danny Masterson from the that 70s show just got convicted of two counts of rape. And he happens to be married to Bijou Phillips, who ironically is the daughter of the guy from Mamas and the Papas, who Mackenzie Phillips, her half sister had accused of incest and rape. And Bijou Phillips is known to have not believed the father. I mean, to not believe her sister and believe the father. Like, no, my father didn't do that. My sister's crazy. Mm -hmm. And now her husband just got convicted of the exact same thing. And so it's, you know, no theories here, but it is interesting how it happened in the family. And then she didn't, you know, buy into it at all, whether it is or isn't true. And then now it repeated again with her own husband. I wonder if she believes uh, what he did if it were, yeah if it were. she's pretty adamant no and then i read um, that he, i read that when he she's been there all the way for him and when they said yes he is convicted i guess she let out like a total like cry and mm -hmm. the judge had to calm her down and say you have to calm down or you have to leave the courtroom hmm. oh so she's like um i i'm i'm not trying to diagnose but it just it's so clear to me it's dependent personality where I, it's hard to explain that, but they want to make sure that everybody else is okay. It's like a codependency. Um, mm -hmm. And she just wants to kind of, they, what hap can happen in that is where they overlook, they are in denial about the truth. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's sad. That's sad for her, but it's, it's going to be an awakening. Always yeah. is. That's what Lori was talking about. It's always something that's happening to wake us up to something. Yeah. Right. Right. How do you, how would you like the one that I feel like most people struggle with? Cause we all say, okay, that happened for a reason. And I learned a lot and whatever. What about the death of someone close to them that maybe died too soon or died tragically? Like what is, you know, is there, are we, are we not meant to know, or what is your take on that? Cause of what you do? Okay. Wait, what's the question? I, I'm not clear. <laughs> like, okay. So we say, when we look back on our life, we, we have to trust like, okay, I'm going to let go because everything happens for a reason. So I look back on my timeline and I go, okay, everything happened because it was supposed to, um, but when it comes to say a death of a loved one or a death of a child or death of, you know, someone tragic yeah. in a trauma way, what, you know, is there, are we not meant to know until later or what, what do you usually get from that? Yeah, because I don't. Well, for, first of all, that's funny because I was watching just recently Phil Good, one of his lives, and someone asked this question. Um, I don't remember what his answer was, but it was quite profound. Um, something along the lines of like, um, no, not everything happens for a reason. Like, because stuff like this, a tragedy, um, there are lessons that the person will learn or the survivor will learn from it. But still, it's, 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 something that like it's it's just it's bad it sucks it's it's tragic um and it gets to be bad it gets to feel bad um it gets to feel terrible and um you don't have to accept it you know that you know the way it went down but eventually getting to a place of i uh, it we have to have acceptance because we're just gonna be held back in life if we don't but mm -hmm. um but i don't know that there's like any kind of real 
explanation as to why it happened or that there there is um like a good reason for it happening i don't mm-hmm. i don't see i don't see that then you know things like that um mm-hmm. like like a school shooting and you know it's it's yeah. just, it's just wrong and it it gets to be wrong right unfair right. that's good i think that's good because we don't always have to have a lesson or a reason for every single thing sometimes it just is what it is it was that person's time um most of the time, you know, they come, they come on the other side and say that they're fine and they can look after everybody and they're happy and they're okay. And you know what I mean? That's definitely, yes, I know. Um, Somebody who died tragically, um, you know, a lot of their loved ones who come to me for readings, they will ask, or that they're going to, they have the expectation that the person's not okay, or that, you know, Mm -hmm. in in spirit, they're not okay, but that's not the case. Um, They are okay. And there are things that they go through that in the transition um, to kind of, it's like clearing a karma, if you believe in karma, um, but they wouldn't be able to come through to me if they weren't okay. But they're, they are definitely much more okay than, than we are here. Yeah. And like, like, remember when we saw Tyler Henry, he talked about how they don't want us to remember them for how they died. Like that's like tiny, tiny portion in the whole epitome of their existence so they want to be remembered for the legacy they left not for how they died yeah yeah and they're not their body so right so we we can be aware of that yeah all right well i hope everybody enjoyed that and that they now you found a new person to follow on on instagram and maybe we'll have some of these people on as guests oh i want i hope so (laughs) yeah um yeah everybody tell them we want them on the show (laughs) yeah if anyone has um, a connection. Yeah. So, and you know, it's, it's getting to be summertime. So I hope everybody's having a happy summer and um, it's where we are in California. It has not been warm for a really long time. So I can't wait till it gets warm. Well, do you know, do you know that um, I think it was today I saw a little clip of the news and it said six more weeks of winter. <laughs> winter I mean, I mean, winter weather. Yes. That's so weird. Okay. Yeah. It's just been like the longest I ever remember. Is it but El Nino? Is it I know. <laughs> I don't know. But that's, I guess, we the people that have snow are cracking up at us going, shut up. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we're spoiled. So um, anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, if you would like info on becoming a certified life coach, my life coach program is kimlifecoach.com forward slash certification. And you can always DM us for more info and um, we will see you on social media. Thanks so much. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com and follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.